Well, this morning I'm continuing with the presentation on raising godly children. And I'll be speaking and I continue to speak from this book. This wonderful manual. I've been encouraging parents to get hold of this manual. It's very cheap. And it's worth having it on your shelf. And not only having it on your shelf, but making use of it. Once again, if you are here, you don't have this copy. Make every effort. Because we can only share a portion here. But you need time to digest what is in this wonderful book. Parents, are we together? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So for the sake of your children and yourself, and there are some things most of us don't know them in here. So get hold of this. Even if you knew them, you forget, so it acts as a good reminder for you. Okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And this book is authored by our own father in the house. How many, how many know that we are blessed to have a father and author? Don't say, eh, hey, mama, <laughs> By the way, I enjoy the books read, written by the senior pastor. Because they are simple, very educative, very detailed. I'm not telling you theory. Hallelujah. Amen. And the beauty about it is that when you buy this book, the money is not coming to our accounts. In case you don't know, it goes to the church. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, one of the men of God in the city said, he was asking me how the proceeds work like. So I said, no, the proceeds are for the church 100%. So he said, no, you sacrifice a lot on the children. Still, you should be getting a portion. But I said, no, actually, by that giving, we get a lot beyond what we would have gotten from the money. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know where I'm going this far. I was not supposed to go this far. But because it is coming, I have to speak. It means the Holy Spirit is communicating something. Because I'm always given limited time, eh? Amen. But today you bear with me, eh? <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, um, so part of the book that I will combine with today is understanding kingdom service. Because some of the issues that I'm addressing are in the Understanding kingdom giving. 
So this morning I'll take you through a topic of which I know most of us, God should also help us to learn from what I'll be teaching. Not only for the sake of your children, but also for your own self. So the topic is teach your children the virtue of giving. Teach your children the virtue of giving. So if you are still a struggler, you also be helped this morning. And our anchor verses, Proverbs 11, verse 24 to 25. Proverbs 11, 24 to 25. There is one who scatters, yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich. And he who waters will also be watered himself. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you water, you also be watered. And if you become a generous soul, you will be made rich. I'm sure there is no parent who would imagine their child being poor. All of us, we want our children to do well. So some of the things we need to understand is what we are talking about this morning. Beyond sending them to good schools, we also need to teach them the virtue of giving. Because it is a door that shall usher them into riches. So what is the meaning of the word virtue? What is the meaning of the word virtue? It is a general quality of goodness in a person. It is a general quality of goodness in a person. That is according to the Oxford Dictionary. Oxford Dictionary. So it's a general quality of goodness. So our children must be taught the practice of giving while they are still young. If we teach them today, they will not go out of the path. Proverbs 22, verse number 6. Train up your child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So in this context, 
are not just talking about giving to God and his work. But also giving in general terms. Children should be taught giving at all levels. So now the trigger part of it is that do you yourself know how to give? Because you are not going to give what you don't have. You give what you have. So as you are listening to me this morning, you'll be also asking God to say, Father, teach me to be a giver. So that you can transfer what you have learned to your children. Let giving be part of the children, even also us as parents. Let it be part of us. You know, I'm privileged at times to see the reports from the heritage ministry. And that speaks volumes to me. Because you see that there are over 200 children. And then you look at the offering from the heritage. 14,150 kwacha. 12,500. Is that sending a communication to you? Where there are more than 200 children. What does that imply to you? I'll not give the explanation, you know it all. It also means that some of us as parents are still strugglers in giving. So much as we are strugglers, I know partly it's because we missed it at our tender age. Yeah, you might have missed it at a tender age physically. But now, since you are in Christ, 1 John 4, verse 4. 1 John 4, verse 4. 1 4. Gives us the message of hope. It is saying, You are of God, little children. And have overcome them. Because he who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Little children. You might have missed it at your tender age. But now you are in Christ Jesus. Meaning that you are a little child. It means you are learning in Christ Jesus. You need to overcome. Even in the area of giving. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's learn these precepts as little child, ch children of God. You see that we didn't have an excuse for missing it at a tender age physically. So we need to know that 
nothing opens doors and creates space for an individual like giving does. Luke 6 verse 38. So you cannot able teach your children the virtue of giving if you do not understand how it works. Because you don't teach what you don't know. Or you don't teach what you're not conversant with. You cannot teach mathematics if you are trained in languages. So let's see how giving works. Back to our anchor scripture, Proverbs 11, verse 24 to 25. Let's quickly see how giving works. Number one, any form of increase that you need in life is available on the platform of giving. Any form of increase that you need in life is available on the platform giving platform. There is one who scatters yet increases more. The word scatters refers to giving. The word scatters refers to giving. Meaning that the more you give, the more you receive. The more you give, the more you receive. These things we ought to understand for our own benefit as children of God. To mean that giving benefits the giver. When you give, you are not doing anyone a favor. You are simply doing yourself a favor. Giving does not subtract from you and me. It only multiplies us and beautifies the affairs of our lives. Giving multiplies us and beautifies the affairs of our lives. Another thing we know, we need to know about giving is that to give is to live a higher life. It is to live an improved life. Because it is more blessed to give than to receive. So when you live a life of giving, you upgrade yourself. Imagine some of us here goes to school every weekend or every evening after work because we are upgrading. 
Enaife, tima pita kusukulu, mazulalu onse, kapenda weekend. Shimene tukufuna, njoti, tukwele muamba pa mapuzi. Why are we upgrading ourselves? Shikwaja, njitukufuna, njitipite muamba. We want a better life for ourselves and for our children. Tukufuna moe, wabu ino kwa ife kumaso kwa natu. So we are saying, giving is upgrading your life. Ndetu kunena kutukupereka, njitukwe zanso moe watu. It is more blessed to give. Acts 20 verse 35. Machitidu watu mu 20 verse 25. Nkoda litika kwa mbili kupereka kusiana ndikulandira. Which means every time we fail or we struggle to give, we register for lack and poverty. Ndekutitika kala kutisiti kupereka tukuzina mbeza toka kutitikale oso wakumaso au mpawi. Because you are entitled to receive when you give. Shifu kwa ntawi zose mkapereka mwaenera kulandira. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, brethren, I want to encourage all of us that let us make giving our lifestyle. Let's deliver ourselves from the self-imposed poverty. What must we teach our children to give? What must we teach our children to give? And by extension, which also is expected of us as we give. Number one, a tithe. A tithe is one-tenth of one's increase. So giving has not yet begun until you pay a tithe. Take away a tithe from whatever you have. Let our children know that a tithe belongs to God. So when I'm saying let our children know, it also implies that we also grown-ups who are here should know that tithe belongs to God. You know, there was a woman who came to me. She was struggling heavily financially. So I said, do you pay tithe? She said, how can I pay tithe? My money is not enough already. My money is not enough. Already, you know, I'm going to put my up. At what point in time do we pay a tithe? Before we start spending. Priorities. Let's do first things first. Hallelujah. Amen. So let our children not know that a tithe belongs to God. Let them know that all giving starts after a payment of a tithe. Meaning that take away the tithe first. 
and other forms of giving will follow later. Hallelujah. Amen. There was a time pastor taught about a tithe. And a certain woman came to me because she had issues. So her, she is just one of those people who attends our services. She's not a member. So she divides her tithe. The other one she gives to a certain man of God who helped her at one point in time when she was in challenges. And then she also apportions the remaining and takes it to her local church and then she does part of some charity work with the remaining good idea good but idea but wrongly implemented is it bad to give to the needy is it bad to support the men of God all those are forms of giving, but she was doing it wrongly. So such kind of act does not yield results to you as a giver. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing it? Hallelujah. Amen. So let us know that a tithe is an opener of heaven. It opens heavens above us for all other forms of giving to thrive. Meaning that if we tithe properly, we will be operating under open heavens. Our children will be operating under open heavens. So we are under obligation to pay a tithe as it belongs to God. Leviticus 27 verse 30 Malachi 3 verse 8 to 12 So if we want to see God in our lives Then let us not play with a tithe Instead let us pay a tithe. No matter how hard pressed we are. We also need to understand that paying tithe is a sign of loyalty and trust to God. It is a sign of loyalty and one's total trust in God. And another thing we need to know, even as we are teaching our children, is to say if we don't honor God with our tithe, it means we are robbing Him. You know, if I can ask here, have we ever heard about the word tithe? All of us have 
heard about it, but we are not doing it. You don't know until you start doing it. But how many of us can comfortably say and able say, I am a faithful tither? Because if you don't have confidence in yourself, how are you going to implement it by teaching your child? So number, we said we start, we, after paying a tithe, what next? Remember, I'm using the word paying. Because it's not ours. Now we start giving. I'll quickly give you some other offerings of different forms. Number one, free will offering. Free will offering. Deuteronomy 16, verse number 10. Actually, as we are in this setup, at the end of this service, we'll be giving our offerings. That's a free will offering. You make your own decision as to how much you want to bless God. And no one will question you and me. Because it's a free will. Another type of offering, project offerings. Exodus 25, verse 1 to 7. Number three, prophets offering. Like that woman who was distributing, who was dividing the offering, the other one to the man of God, she was supposed to give a prophet's offering, not taking a tithe. Galatians 6 verse 6 and 2 Kings 4 verse 8 to 10 I'm giving you a quick outline because my time is already go almost gone Kingdom promotion offerings. Kingdom promotion offerings. Philippians 4, verse 14 to 18. Philippians 4, verse 14 to 18. Another type of offering, sacrificial offerings. Sacrificial offerings. Let me say a little bit about this one. You know, we, many times when God wants to terminate our captivity, He will prompt us to release a special offering, which is a sacrificial offering. And it is, it is usually big. And sometimes people may think you are out of your mind. I remember this other time when our sitting room was left empty. The pastor likes sharing about it. When our sitting room and our, actually our sitting room and our dining were left empty. One of my, my relations came. 
And she said, hey, we have heard that you have started distributing things. You can also distribute some beds and give some of us. She said, we have heard that you have started distributing things in your house. So you can also distribute the beds and consider one for, for some of us. So I said, no, actually, we are... We are advised as to who we should give the thing, even if we are to share our beds. Because what you are seeing in this house is a divine instruction. Hallelujah. Amen. So at times people might not understand you. And sacrificial giving is usually painful because it involves you giving the things that you dearly love. Genesis 22, verse 1 to 2. When Abraham was to sacrifice his only son Isaac. So let's teach our children these things. And it, you know, sacrificial offering must be done and must be obeyed promptly. Because it attracts big, big and massive open doors and promotions in life. Another offering. That's if you are putting numbers, that should be 2.6. Or it depends on how you take your notes, but it's num point number six under giving. Thanksgiving offerings. Where you give to God a thanksgiving offering for what he has done in your life or in your family or in your children's lives. So let's tell our children, you know you need to give God a thanksgiving offering whenever you know that he has done something for you. And in this church, this kind of offering is usually best practiced during testimony time. They come with their envelopes in their hands. After testifying, they will give the offering unto the Lord. So in case you didn't know, next time you testify, remember to carry your thanksgiving offering. And another offering is first fruit offering. First fruit offering. This is the first harvest of the land that God commanded the children of Israel to bring to him. So in our time, this can be the first harvest from our gardens. It can be the first salary in a new job. It can be the first salary in the new year. It can be the difference between old and new salary after you have received an increment or a promotion. 
It can be the first profits from your business. Hallelujah. Amen. And so what are other forms of giving that we can talk about? That we can teach our children. Giving to the poor. So number one, we started by giving ourselves giving out a tithe and then we have different kind of offerings on number two. Number three, we are saying giving to the poor. Proverbs 19 verse number 17. Proverbs 19 verse number 17. 17. 19, 19 17. Yes. Yes, yes, 17. Yes, he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. So when you support the poor, you are like somebody who is lending to the Lord. And you know when you lend to the Lord. He is not like man. Because man is not like man. Yeah, so on giving to the poor, let me just give a quick testimony about one of our children. When she went for her for one, by the grace of God, she was chosen as a class monitor. And then she discovered that some of her Students in class had no calculators and mathematical instruments. Because they could not afford, their parents could not afford. So she mobilized friends. She said, let's all of us, any, any amount you can contribute, let's put the resources together so that we can support these, our friends. And then she wrote me, they are not allowed. They don't have access to phones. But she used her position as a class monitor to talk to the form teacher to say, I have written this short notice, this short note, send it to my mom on her WhatsApp number. Because she needed money to make a contribution towards such a good deed. So I was moved because I thought that was love that she, she demonstrated towards her other children who could not afford to buy the calculator and the mathematical instruments. So fast forward, the mission was accomplished. So if we teach our children, they will impact others. Amen. Hallelujah. Another form of giving is giving to the saints. Galatians 6, verse number 10. Then giving to parents. If you don't have a biological parent, you should have a parental figure in your life. So let's remember them. Even if they are well to do, Let's give them something because we are also 
obeying divine instructions. Hallelujah. Amen. And then finally giving to family members. Let's teach our children to be givers. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when they grow, they will not depart from that way. Shall we be up on our feet? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because today I want to go down the steps after we have taken this prayer point. Let us pray. We are going to say, Father, help us to be doers of your word and not only hear us in the name of Jesus. Let us pray that God will help us to be doers of the word and not only hear us. Let's lift up our voices in prayer.